They're coming to get you, Barbara. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Slash Lot, a little bit of a bonus episode. I am here, Sam the Damned Lens, with my co-host, Casey the Killer Kelderman. How are you doing, Casey? I'm doing fantastic, Sam. I'm excited. Awesome. Awesome. You know, we we just kind of decided to do this on a whim, so uh, I don't know. We're not doing fresh meat until the next episode, right? No, 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 no. We'll wait okay. for Mr. Blake I was about to say. Blake and Stein Ginnethan to come back. We'll do a big fresh yeah. meat. Yeah, it'll be dope. We'll have a little, uh, I mean, we have a little fresh meat in here. Just a sample. Yeah. It's like an appetizer yeah. of fresh meat because of our topic. Yes, for sure. Because today we wanted to talk to you guys about Halloween of Palooza. Uh, it's a little horror con that Casey and I went to uh, this past weekend uh, in Ottumwa, Iowa at the Haunted Hotel Atumwa, where we met screen queen Kelly Maroney, uh, Lynn Lowry, and Brink Stevens, and got to you know, like dig through VHS bins and look at a whole a uh, bunch of cool custom horror clothes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of merchandise, just kind of a, a horror lover's dream. And we got to screen a few movies while we were there too. So it was a lot of fun, and we just wanted to kind of break it down for you guys. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I am so excited to talk about this because uh, kind of backstory on Halloween Palooza. I first heard about it like four, five years ago, uh, and and me and Kayla had always been like, we need to go to that. We need to go because it's it is the closest horror convention that we have to us in Sioux Falls. Um, so it was always like, yeah, we need to go, and they always get awesome guests. Like they've had just in the yeah. the last couple of years, they've had you know Halloween. You know, actresses, icons. They've had. Um, I'm gonna butcher, butcher, butcher her 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 name. Uh, Tommy Lee Wallace's ex girlfriend, wife uh, from the first Halloween movie in the fog. What's her name? Uh, she plays, the one she plays, who plays Annie. Annie. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Why, why am I on her name? On it. Anyway, they've had Hold her. On. They they've had uh, the Children of the Corn actors from the first movie. Uh, having that in Iowa is is a very Nancy cool Keys? thing. Nancy, yes, Nancy yes. Loomis, Loomis, yeah, is what okay. she's. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, geez, cool. I can't think of it. My bad. Uh, and then this year they had awesome themes of screen queens, eighties horror, horror icons, uh, and and yeah, it was uh, this year was like, yep, this is finally the year we have to go. And it's kind, of, it's put on by our buddies from Attack of the Killer podcast. Um, yeah, so definitely she, check them out if you like horror. Absolutely. I mean, Jason and Mike have been doing horror themed stuff for over 20 years. Uh, so we got to meet uh, Jason at the, at the, at the show. Uh, Mike was hosting Tad Rocky, Ho- Rocky horror. And then we met Tad. Tad yeah. is, Tad is awesome too. Former guest uh, on, on many shows that we've done here. Future guest of slash that we need to get him on slash. Yeah, 
for sure. For sure. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. What about you, Sam? What, uh, what's, what's, what was your overall first impressions, thoughts on our, our, our fun horror weekend? Well, I knew you had talked about it before. Um, I'd never actually seen anything of it myself until, uh, well, this year you sent me that uh, Kelly Maroney of Chopping Mall and Night of the Comet fame was going to be there, and that pretty much cemented that. I was like, yeah, we, we better actually make it. Like, mm-hmm. uh, For me personally, that was that was like the main reason for going out. Uh, everybody knows I, I love Chopping Mall. I love Night of the Comet, um, and I love Fast Times at Ridgemont High. That's not horror, but she's also in that too. So uh, it was just fun. We, you know, we, we took a – it was about a five-and-a-half-hour road yeah. trip, and – we went with uh, Kayla and Maria, and it was just fun. Like, we hung out, uh, joked around, talked movies, listened to some emo music on the way down. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Then, yeah. I mean, we got there, and there's, there was so much. Um, I guess my, my first reaction was, like, a little bit overwhelmed. I, uh, I kind of started sweating. Um, my anxiety got a little the best of me at one point. Um, yeah, first night I, I ended up having a panic attack, which was weird. Um, that was that was something, but uh, it was so much fun. I uh, it was just I think there was just so much going on. My brain was just not uh, not processing all of it. Um, but yeah, there was this cool uh, there's this cool like death stitch custom clothing that had the um, that had like upcycled shirts essentially that they had stitch custom patches on and things like that from horror movies. So think we all got a little something from that and um our friend friend of the show uh dylan jacobson was there as well Mm -hmm. selling art prints and yeah uh it was just it was so much fun uh the hotel itself is very old um Mm -hmm. and it's in kind of a a little bit like not necessarily run down part of town but the way we came in it was a little it was like the side of town that maybe was the oldest. And so it was a little creepy driving in Mm -hmm. and then you get to the hotel and it's very, very old. Um, There are actually some buildings around it that are closed and shuttered. And so uh, it was very intense going in. It kind of like added to the experience though, like driving into town, it was like, Oh, this is kind of just regular small town, Iowa in a way, Uh, especially like a riverside town. Um, which you get a lot of those in Iowa, but uh, it, it was kind of like this 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 opening experience. Like you you know you watch this horror movie and you're driving up and down this windy road, and finally you make one turn, and there's the the house, the creepy old house, or the creepy hotel yep. in this case. Uh, that's kind of how I felt when we got past like uh, certain buildings yeah. that were blocking the view. It was like, oh, there's the hotel, and it was just kind of like this big <laughs> ominous thing that we were about to to spend a weekend in it was kind of cool though like it was very cool that we had that experience with it and uh yeah i don't i i i didn't know what to expect going into this and i was obviously very pleasantly surprised because this is one of the most laid back in laid back cons it's also one of the most like you can experience the full thing uh, and have a different type of experience than you would at a bigger convention. You don't have to wait in any lines. Like there's zero lines to wait in. You get to really hang out with the guests and other vendors. You really get to to know them, kind of make some new friends along with that. Yeah. And uh, I always think that's very cool to to do at a convention because oh yeah, uh, I mean we were just a, a week removed from SuperCon for us here in Sioux Falls, 
And like you said, Sam, yeah. after that, it felt like you were leaving summer camp. Well, then mm-hmm. the next week we went to another convention and you, you said the same yeah. thing. It's like, I feel like I'm it leaving the summer same thing. camp again. It was, it was like, I can't do this to myself two weekends in a row. I was very emotional Sunday, you know, like it was, it was kind of crazy. Um, just like, yeah, there's that come down from a really cool experience for sure. Mm-hmm. So let's, should we go through kind of our day to day, what we all did, maybe some of our purchases. Yeah. I don't know if you have any of yours. Um, handy. yeah, they're all stacked up in the living room, but I can oh. run and grab them for sure. Okay. If my you want microphones and my AirPods anyways, so I can keep talking. Oh, look at that. We're just going to get a view of Sam's movie collection behind him. So I'll, I, I, I can start. <laughs> uh friday friday what do what do we do on friday though sam uh well friday we uh we got in and kelly was there well actually no no one was there at first um so we kind of like went and checked out the hotel rooms uh through happenstance i had a a whirlpool tub suite because I booked my room late and that was the only thing they had. <laughs> so that was kind of fun though. Um, and you know, the, the, the elevator was old and it made mm-hmm. some funny noises and it was a little scary because I just get nervous in elevators anyways. Mm-hmm. We took the stairs down because the elevator was creepy and the stairs were somehow worse. <laughs> somehow creepier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, when we came back down after having gotten settled in our rooms, um, Kelly was there and we decided to walk around before we met her, mainly because I instantly started sweating and I was like, <laughs> I think I need to take a lap. <laughs> and I mean, w- when we did, though, we walked around, you know, all the vendors, we were one of the first people yeah. there. Uh, we were, were one yeah. of the few like out of towners the ones traveling from a, a, a decent distance uh yeah. at least out of staters we were um so we were one of the first ones there and it was cool to just walk around kind of get a vibe for the convention where everything is who some of the vendors are um i mean immediately i was like yeah i'm gonna spend way too much money this weekend but that's okay because <laughs> yeah. I, I love all this stuff uh i'm wearing one of the things i bought not oh yep, show, yep. Not not gonna show it off yet. Uh, if you want to see it, come to a, the state theater screening of the fly, and you'll see it. Um, Hell yeah! And then we bought two more flannels Same like with this. Me. I should wear my vest tonight. You should definitely wear your vest tonight, Sam. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah, but the like the stuff we bought. So this is from the is it Death Stitch? Is that what it's called? Correct. Yep, Death okay. Stitch custom clothing. And they take so. basically like cavity colors or like those type of boutique horror t-shirt uh labels or any cool horror designs and they stitch them to like flannels or vests or mm-hmm. sweatshirts uh like things like that and then just makes for a very cool custom horror clothing and yeah, yeah i mean extremely reasonably priced like you go to yeah. any other big convention you're you're paying some some you know, close to a, a crispy one for, for a shirt like this. Yeah. Th- yeah. These were very reasonably placed and great material. Like I love this shirt that I have and yeah, I know and it's all upcycled too. So it's yeah. cool. Like it's not. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one, one other thing we, we both spent way too much money on more. So you than me is yeah, some VHS tapes, <laughs> uh, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, when VHS. one guy was selling them for $3 a piece, 
you can't yeah. you can't go wrong you with can't it. pass even, that up even one of the vendors who was selling tapes at probably what you'd pay for them on like ebay was like yeah i'm gonna yeah. go buy some for three dollars yeah and he did I, he actually bought more than me uh, but he also made money that weekend yeah. and i did not <laughs> Um, yeah, so I mean, I can definitely go through my uh, my stacks here. So yeah, if you do that, I'll, I'll I'll grab mine really quick. Okay, so my my first stack is I, I got twenty two movies in total, which is kind of insane, but that's okay. Um, the first one I got, I got Tremors. I love Tremors. Tremors is great. We just watched Tremors at the state. We did a whole episode um, on on Patreon, on the Backlot Patreon about Tremors at the State. And I saw this on VHS. Of course I was going to pick it up. I also got Young Frankenstein, which the State is going to be playing later this week. Actually, this weekend. Yeah, I want to say. Or maybe a week from this weekend. Yeah, next weekend. The State will be playing Young Frankenstein. You bet I'll be there. It's one of my favorite comedies of all time. Also, in the in the vein of Mel Brooks, I found Spaceballs. Not horror, at a, but at a, a lot of fun. horror convention, yeah. Yeah, it's at a horror convention. So yeah, Young Frankenstein, Spaceballs. Man, how could you ever want anything else from Mel Brooks? Well, guess what? <laughs> I also have Dracula Dead and Loving It. Yeah, I'm a Mel Brooks fan, and I love this movie. All you haters, sorry. It's hilarious. I don't care. I will watch it during uh, another, Dracula month. I will watch it during Dracula month on Backlot. You should. It's it's incredible. I love it. Uh, not horror, but I also got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, The Secret of the Ooze, my favorite Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. I mean, it does have the, nin- uh, ninja rap in it. Yes, <laughs> it's amazing. I also got the Stephen King classic Pet Cemetery, directed by the great Mary Lambert. She's so sweet on Twitter. You should definitely follow her. I got another Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf. Different case this time. You can never have too much Scooby-Doo. Speaking of werewolves, I got one of my favorite horror comedies of the 1980s, Teen Wolf, starring Michael J. Fox. Wonderful. Special collector series. Don't know what that means, but... It's going in your collection. That's what that means. Yeah. Um, this one, I got Beetlejuice, which I know Casey already has, so it's not yeah. as exciting to him, but I was pretty stoked. <laughs> I mean, you should. It's a, also, one of the greatest horror movies ever made. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. I also got a sealed The Crow. Literally, like, it's sealed. Three bucks. I'm, I was, like, ecstatic when I found it. <laughs> and... Speaking of what we're seeing tonight at the State Theater, uh, the Fly Double feature, I have both the Vincent Price original and the remake from David Cronenberg. And you somehow didn't pick up the Fly 2. Oh, yeah, they did have that. I was like, nah, I don't need it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. I'm already spending way too much money anyways. Um, Okay, so let's round it out with... I've got a few more stacks here. Like Holy I said, I got crap. 22 movies total. I got The Bride of Chucky, which I can't wait. I'm going to watch the first episode of the Chucky series this uh, this weekend. 
I'm waiting for Maria. It's been excruciating. Um, I have Urban Legend, which we've covered on Slashlot. Love this mm-hmm. movie. One of my favorite post-screen slashers. Does, Recent not Jer- does, not, does not star Jared Leto? No, Jared Leto was never in that movie, according to him. I got recent backlot watch, Dark Man, which I know Casey also got. Oh. Ah! He got he got his copy first, and I was extremely jealous until I found my own. <laughs> and then I got this one I've never seen before called Spaced Invaders that the vendor told me was really funny that he watched a lot during childhood. It's about aliens that come down to Earth during Halloween, and everybody just thinks they're trick-or-treaters. And I was like, that sounds hilarious, so mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to pick that up. It's $3. What could go wrong? I now have holy crap a Universal Monsters <laughs> stack, Dracula, Frankenstein, the Invisible Man, the Mummy, and Creature from the Black Lagoon. The Dracula even has a Philip Glass, the Philip Glass alternate score, and the Frankenstein from... one is the uncut, the remastered one. From what? I was going to say for more uh, talk on the Dracula with the Philip Glass score, go check out Backlot Six Hundred Five's episode of Dracula, where we talk about Dracula nineteen thirty one. Shameless yeah. plug. Shameless plug. Listen to me uh, gush about Dwight Fry. Um, and then the crowning jewel now of my video collection, the Peace Day Resistance. I found this Night of the Comet VHS at a random vendor stand that only had like three VHSs and this was one of them. And I picked it up and I got it signed by Kelly Maroney and I got a picture with her and it was incredible. And I also gave her a Ghoulfields art print and she signed a copy of the Ghoulfields art print and that was incredible. And she's like the sweetest person ever. And yeah, she's awesome. Uh, If anybody ever gets a chance to meet Kelly Maroney, I highly recommend it because yeah. she's awesome. She's she not one of those. And yeah. As we're talking right now, I believe she has reached her goal for her Night of the Comet costume. Has she actually reached it? She was 500 I, away this I morning. Think she, I think she reached it. So congrats to oh Kelly God. Maroney, uh, which congrats, is why one of, one, of, one of the reasons why she was at the convention to help raise some funds for that, which is awesome. And she was, she was a sweetheart. Uh, we got to talk to her about everything she was in we got to talk to her about killer countdown even of how chopping mall made our 80s top 10 uh top top 20 but was in the top 10 of of that list so that was very cool um i'll i'll start with my 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 shit here with with hers um i didn't have a cool art piece i just wanted a chopping mall poster um signed by kelly maroney uh says have a nice day Obviously, one of the great lines of this movie. I, I kind of yes. regrets not asking her to write waitress more butter. Um, <laughs> because that is my you favorite line. You might be line. the only person that ever would ask her to do that, too. <laughs> to write waitress more butter. Um, I'll save that While for you're pulling time. out your art piece, yeah. I'll, I'll show this off, too. She, uh, she wrote, Daddy would have given us Uzis on mine, which is my favorite line from Night of the Comets. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go through my, my five VHS tapes I bought. Hey, it might be five, but like, there are some ones that I am super jealous of Mm -hmm. in there. Uh, first up we have cabin fever. Um, one, I just didn't own. It was $3. Kayla loves this movie. I'm like, yeah, if she says okay to a VHS tape, I'll buy it. 
that yeah. kind of goes with this next one too. I don't love the ring, but I don't own it on VHS. And it's kind of one of those movies you have to have on VHS. See, because... that's the one that I'm like, I'm really jealous of that one. There's another one I'm even more jealous of. Is it but this one? I love the ring. Uh, are you gonna this, be mean? Are you gonna be mean? I'm not gonna it? be mean because this is gonna end up in your house at some point. You know that, Sam. Uh, oh, Munster, Munster, go home. I found on VHS uh, for three dollars. I'm gonna at least watch it once on VHS. It'll end up in Sam Lenz's house at some point. I can't keep it and not wait. That this. Oh, you don't have to do that. <laughs> oh, it's gonna end up in your house at some point. We'll oh, find because a way. of trading. We'll trade. <laughs> I'm not gonna just give it to you, Sam. Come on. I was like, yeah, no. I, trust me, I've got some. I've got some that I think I can lure you in with. I, we're like kids on the playground. We're gonna end up trading, swapping VHS <laughs> tapes. Uh, again, Dark Man, which we covered on Backlot. I had to pick it up. Uh, Such a good to, movie to add to the Sam Raimi VHS collection. This is actually the one I'm most excited about because. Uh, I have, I, I think people that have been in the office know I have a huge obsession with Freddy Krueger merchandise, and I have a whole entire half a wall dedicated to Freddy Krueger, but one that I'm trying to build, and there's just not as much merchandise around it, is the Blair Witch series, and mm. so I own Blair Witch 1 and 2 uh, on, on VHS. I also oh, own yeah. uh, the Sci-Fi Channel special uh, on VHS. I have a Blair Witch McFarlane figure. I have a couple books from Blair Witch. I have a 35 millimeter trailer for Blair Witch 2 Book of Shadows. Thanks to Derek uh, from Backlot, I now have a Blair Witch 2 poster um, and a Blair Witch, the first Blair Witch Project poster. And now I have uh, the final VHS to add to the collection uh, The Sticks and Stones and Exploration of the Blair Witch Legend, which is the blockbuster kind of documentary that went along with the release of the Blair Witch. Yep. So that's, that's going awesome. right right up with the, the rest of the Blair Witch stuff in, in, in our house. So, yeah. But that's that's really all I bought for for VHS tapes, and I didn't find any collectibles, um, unfortunately, but I did buy a couple flannels. I guess I'm going to ask you a question because I have I, I've, I've stayed up many nights since this last weekend thinking of why didn't I buy that? And I want to know if you have one of those. I have one and it's at, well, actually two because it's similar items. I am mad. There was two goosebumps puzzles and I didn't and pick didn't them up them. unopened. Yeah. And for some reason or another, I just didn't pick them up and I'm kicking myself every day since this convention that I did not pick them up. Um, mine would be the Nightmare on Elm Street 2 Freddy's Revenge poster. Um, it's no surprise to anybody at Slashlot that I fucking love that movie. Mm -hmm. Um, it's probably the Elm Street movie that I watch the most, full stop. Like, I just, I don't know. I dig it a lot. And they had the British poster, which is the one where it has the bus on the rocks tilting precariously with Freddy floating above it, laughing mm -hmm. in the sky. And, like fuck man that poster is so good and i just i it didn't have a price tag on it i'm weird about i, I hate asking what the price is you know what i mean like i just mm -hmm. i don't know so i just didn't pick it up and now i'm kind of like ah 
plus there were just a few like really cool art vendors there that I wanted to get around to but Saturday kind of got away from us we were doing a lot of different things like the different activities that were happening there and all of a sudden all the vendors were packing up I'm like ah crap I never (laughs) I never went Mm -hmm. back to this you know so I think Uh, just general like I wish I would have you know made little more like smaller purchases at at more booths than mm -hmm. what I did so yeah next year next year yeah Um, next year next year I'm not gonna like blow my entire budget on vhs's right away <laughs> i just saw vhs's and i have horse blinders on man i got so excited and then the three dollar ones i was like oh my god oh yeah like i just i couldn't stop <laughs> i think all of mine came from the three dollar oh really a few of mine so. came actually from dark the, uh... dark man did not yeah that's right that's right yeah a few um... of mine came from I want to say I bought like five or six from the from the one that was different prices, but then the rest of them were the three dollar ones. Mm-hmm. Um, let's jump to Saturday because that was our our most jam packed day. I mean, yes. morning morning we were pretty pretty even keeled uh, in terms of what we had going on. We didn't have a whole lot going on in the morning. Um, yeah. Again, walking around vendors again, talking to Kelly again uh talking to some of the other guests and vendors there but uh we had a scream queens q a which include kelly maroney and brinky stevens uh so obviously kelly from chopping well night of the comet fame brinky who was in uh sorority babes in the slime ball bolorama slumber party massacre massacre and so they did about an hour-long panel with the just the two of them talking about the films that they were in the history of it what they've seen changed uh it was a fun Q and a, and they had a fun banter and they had fun with the crowd. Um, I, yeah. they were very grateful that Iowa had something like this and yeah, they were, they were really nice. Like they, they, they genuinely loved being there and it just, it was, it was cool to see that you see like in media um, cons being portrayed all the time as kind of like hassles for some of these people like they don't want to be doing that and you didn't get the vibe from like any of the guests or the vendors at this mm-hmm. at this festival like everybody wanted to be there and one of my favorite parts about the screen queens Q&A is how zero fucks they gave about calling out like past directors and mm-hmm. things like that I was like oh oh damn like it was, I don't know. It was just, it was kind of funny and awesome, honestly, to see them kind of just be like, no, that guy was a dick. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> and they never yeah. said it like straight out like that, but they, they kind of like be like, oh yeah, they were always on like on about something or blah, blah, blah. And it was just, I don't know. It's kind of great. They were very candid. And mm-hmm. It felt less like a, like a formal Q and a and more of like an actual conversation with them, which was mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, that was uh again, I love those. I love that's one of my favorite things yeah. doing any convention or anything like that. It's just the panel discussions because mm-hmm. I don't know, people kind of open up a little bit more when you yeah. when you have and those. And you learn the most from those, honestly. Mm-hmm. There's so much that I was like, "Oh, dang, like that's cool. I didn't realize that's how that worked, you know." Mhm. Um and then we had uh the Model Hunger feature film which was yeah. a uh, film starring guest of the convention, Lynn Lowry. Uh, 
directed by uh she was going to guest at this convention um debbie Rashan, but she had to cancel i believe I, I would assume because of covid but i'm not i'm not fully sure anyway she did a a zoom uh intro before the movie which is very cool that yep. she still put in put in that time and effort to at least make an appearance at the convention especially before her movie um model hunger though what did you, what did you honest opinion sam we're going to be honest just so, like the filmmaker panels honest opinion yep. on the movie because that's that's what we 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 do yep so i thought that this movie had a lot of really cool ideas a really like a really interesting premise and lynn lowry's performance in this is incredible mm-hmm. and the other the other lead of this i can't remember her name but she oh was very good yeah. too um the these two leading ladies like they were they were fantastic um they put in really good performances um you do see the budget on this movie um sound design is a little well, it, it's it, sound design is not super great. The sound mixing, um, there's a lot of background noise in certain scenes, and and some of the camera work's a little shoddy. The lighting's a little off. Um, I'm I understand that this was um, Debbie Rashawn's first time behind the camera, um, which I think she has a lot of promise as a writer and a director. Um, there are some great gore effects. It's just that the execution. Um, I wonder how much of it was like kind of hindered by budget and what they couldn't couldn't do um because some of the editing is just a little wonky and shaky um so like execution leaves leaves a lot to be desired and it, it gets a little repetitive in the back half but it's like honestly i i still gave it a three out of five because there's enough interesting ideas there and that Lynn Lowry performance had me so hooked that I was like, I still would recommend mm-hmm. people watch this, you know? Yeah, this is one of those. Uh, so it, it is a wild eye movie, which I think many people, at least in especially in the horror community, know of that name. They're the ones yeah. that you go to Walmart and you see the $10 movies every single week with this kind of cool looking poster, cool looking cover yeah. art. And you watch the movie and you're like, yeah, they made this for $5,000. Yeah, which isn't yeah. necessarily always a bad thing because there are some yeah. really good wild eye movies. Like Velocipaster is one of the movies that they put out, and I, 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 I love that movie. And this is one of those again that falls into that category of you see where they're going with it. You can get some of these kind of classic horror actors, actresses in this, uh, and kind of let them have free reign. But again, the budget was just unfortunately not there. But Lynn Lowry is so good in this movie she's it's dialing really everything good. up to to 11 um i mean people m- most would, would know her from working with cronenberg on shivers or romero mm-hmm. with with the crazies the crazies yeah. and so giving this type of for- performance in this movie really stands out of yeah why aren't these horror actresses and actors appearing in more mainstream type of movies because they can deliver these great yeah. performances. And I thought Tiffany Sheppis is the other actress in this and she hosts. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to blank on the podcast name, but she hosts it with Felissa Rose and Kane Hodder. Uh, okay. Those three host a, a, a podcast together and I can't believe I'm blanking on it, but anyway, and she's great on that. And uh, I've seen her in just a couple of things. And I think she's every time she shows up, She's delivering a really great performance, and you're like, yeah. why is she not in more 
mainstream stuff. Why is she not kind of more of a household name? And that's kind of how I felt about uh, Lynn Lowry in this movie. And and my favorite part was the the Q and A after. Uh, the Q and A after was with with Lynn Lowry, and she was just this sweet uh, sweet lady uh, who was just. You know, kind of like, in my opinion, you walk down the street and you're like, this is the lady who lives down the street from you and brings you a batch of cookies because she made too many and just said, here you go. Here's here's some cookies. Have a nice Saturday. Uh, she just had that vibe to her and just holding a glass of wine the entire time doing the Q&A. Uh, she was also very sassy. But and like, super sassy. Yeah. A little potty mouth, too, which oh, yeah. was kind of funny. You can tell she like, <laughs> like her first movie was with Cronenberg and that kind of has helped yeah. shaped what she's done since then. Yeah. I mean, she was hilarious. Uh, she was so like, so witty and just, you know, the one thing she was like, you can put blood anywhere on me, but you don't get that fucking stuff in my hair. <laughs> 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 it was like, Oh my God. And she was so funny. And like, just, you know, and every, like, I asked her a couple questions and like, she's a little scary, like a little intimidating in certain aspects, but like so much fun. Um, I just, yeah, I, I love that Q and a, that might've been one of my favorite things about the whole convention mm -hmm. because she's just maybe a little, like, I don't know if she was necessarily like wine drunk or anything, but like just the, like swirling the glass of wine in her hand as she just like sardonically, like, sends out these like witty little comments <laughs> which is the mm -hmm. greatest thing i've ever seen yeah she, she was she a... has a she has a future in stand-up if acting mm -hmm. ever dries up for her <laughs> i was gonna say she's one of those people that i would love to see more of like just spoken word like just coming out and telling her story like just talking yeah and taking questions yeah. from like she could tour just talking about her life and career yeah. uh how she showed I her watch she, she shows her mom, who's like 90 years old, all of her movies, <laughs> and obviously did not she approve of her working. Through. <laughs> she she fast forwarded forward. through one particular scene in Model Hunger, which was definitely a stomach turner. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. Have you have you even eaten those uh, fruit roll-ups since? Oh, yeah. The blue ones, but not the red ones. <laughs> so that was one, definitely one of the highlights of, of, of the whole convention was just Lynn Lowry's Q&A after. She was so great. Yeah, she was fantastic. Uh, last uh, up, we have uh, how we closed the convention, and I think this on. is how they... We got to rewind because we what? went to a Mexican restaurant and had a really delicious food. It was really good. It was really good. <laughs> like... So after, as as many know, one of the things you often forget to do at a convention, oh, you, you, we need to eat. We need to eat yeah. some food. So it was like, what, eight, nine o'clock yeah. at night? Yeah. Uh, on a Saturday, and we're like, "Yeah, we should probably go get some food." And so we found a Mexican restaurant. It was delicious. It was delicious. Yeah. Had it was the literally big... right around the corner. Mm -hmm. Had the yeah. biggest glasses I've ever seen in a restaurant. They were like yeah. gallon size. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then and, we... Uh, we got fa I got I got the vegetarian fajitas, and they bring out this like this still sizzling thing that's like I mean, I swear to God right out of the oven right out of the freaking oven uh it just it shocked the hell out of me because it was so hot but it was so good that mm -hmm. cauliflower was to die for so sorry i'm a little hungry right now i am too so i'm like i'm i i 
thought about that thing and I'm like, I got to talk about my fajita. We'll talk about food afterwards. Um, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about Rocky Horror Picture Show right now, though. Yes. This is how I think this is how they've ended the convention, at least for the last couple of years, if not since they started Halloween Palooza. But right. uh, yeah, this was for all of us uh, the first time watching it in a th- quote unquote theater setting with the props, right. the yelling at the screen, that type of experience. The, the full Rocky Horror experience. Um, we got the little survival kit bags that included like yep. uh, party hats and kazoos and newspapers and a piece of toast, toast. gloves and toilet paper, which toilet I paper. brought home with me. <laughs> toilet. Pa- and again, uh, one of the things again, we were the first this is the first time we watched this as a, in like a theater setting. We had no idea what some of these props are for. I still don't know where they use no. the toilet paper. No, me either. I have no idea. I don't. We, we made the mistake of, like, sitting up towards the front, too. So it was like, oh, we can't just, like, follow what everybody else is doing. We're, like, uh-huh. two rows back. <laughs> so. And uh, we were also yeah, sitting I, on the side of the room that was all newbies, whereas the other side yeah. was all yeah. people who had done this before. Yeah, like, ironically, like, unintentionally, I believe, but, like, it was weird. It was like the left side of the room was all people who hadn't done this before. And then the right side were the people that were, that had been doing it. But it was, yeah. you know, it was an experience. Um, I, I think personally for me, I just, it's a thing. I don't like people talking over my movies, man. And I'm glad I did it. But like, I just, the whole time I was kind of like, I just want to watch, I just want to watch this movie. <laughs> I don't know if I'm a, I don't know if I'm a midnight screening type of guy. I just don't know if I am. It was fun. I definitely am glad I did it. I just I don't know. It's I, not... I have a very like sensory thing when I watch movies. Like you have to be quiet. Like I can't. I was always told the only way to watch it for the first time is in a theater setting, and I don't think that's true at all. You need to no. have watched this movie multiple times and then watch it in a theater setting. Um yeah. And no, and Maria no rules. had never seen the movie, yeah. and she was like, "I don't, I don't even know what happened." I told her about, like, we were talking about how they were aliens at the end, and she's like, "They were aliens at the end." <laughs> what? Yeah, she's like, "I couldn't to... hear anything." <laughs> yeah, and I think that's again, uh, you have to have watched this movie a couple times to know, and then also look up the rules, like that type of thing. Like, there's uh, yeah. there's a part that More I knew so about than just our quick Google that we did. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a part I knew about, and I don't think you guys were happy when it started happening. And I'm like, I oh, should have yeah. told you guys. Like when they yell, yeah. asshole at Brad and slut at Janet. Yeah. And I'm like, I just, whoops, my bad. I should have told you guys that's part of the thing. And you know what? It's it's fine. Like, it is what it is. Like, I guess that's how people, I just, man, I don't like that word. I just don't. It, it just it has such asshole? a like. No, the other one. <laughs> Well, she is I just, though in the movie, like, Sam. You can't deny that. But she's not. She <laughs> is. No, she she, she literally just she sleeps with two dudes. That's she it. sleeps with three she of never them. Sleeps with Brad. No, that's true. But she wanted to. She was going to. So it's implied that she wanted to. Well, At least everybody cheers for Tim Curry. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Like what? I mean, I just I don't. 
I don't know. I just don't particularly think that part is aged well. I could do without it. But that's at least you can say you've gone through that. the 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 experience. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I like I love Rocky Horror Picture Show. You should definitely try doing it in the theater setting at least once because you're probably not a weirdo like me. You probably actually enjoy it, but um, and not that I didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It just I'd rather watch it on my own. Yeah, and that makes me uh, uh again these people have been doing the Rocky Horror for for years now doing it like that. That makes me wonder how. Again, I've never been to one at the Orpheum Theater in Sioux Falls. How they yeah. do it there. I'm curious what it's going to be like for the room. Yeah. What we are going to be allowed to do and not do for that screening. Yeah. So Which, I, don't know. I don't know anything. I don't know how. I don't know what to do in the room either. I'm just going because, like, I hope we can. I'm just going because of peer pressure. <laughs> I hope we can bring spoons. We might be able to. I don't know. I hope so. I'll help clean up. I told I told Stephen uh, if if oh no wait it wasn't for the room it was actually for Rocky Horror I was like I will lo- literally be on the uh, on the cleanup crew if you play Rocky Horror at the state and even if the state did play Rocky Horror I'd still do it in a theater setting I didn't dislike the theater setting I just it wasn't I think it was just a culture shock I just wasn't expecting it. <laughs> Yeah, I think if you don't know what to expect going in, you're yeah, it's going to take you off guard. Of oh my, they're talking the entire time and yeah. acting with the movie. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's jump to uh, I don't know what what else do we want to talk? Oh, the last day, I guess we stopped in Des Moines on our way back through through Iowa. Uh, we stopped at a comic book shop, uh, picked up some mayhem some comics, horror comic goodies. Um, yes. I picked up the final issue of Count Crowley that I've been looking for for a year and a half because Rainbow Comics doesn't have it since who falls. Dang it, Rainbow Comics. I still like you guys <laughs> anyway. But uh, I picked up that, uh, uh, a book called Dracula Mother Effer, which I just read last night. Um, I don't know. I didn't love it. You tried it. I tried. I it. got one called uh, Vampirella versus Reanimator, and that book is weird, man. <laughs> Did you read it? Did you read it? Yet? I haven't. Fi- I haven't finished it, but I read the first like issue in the trade or whatever, and it's that's yeah, weird. Right. I like it. We'll I, do I like a, it so far. We'll do a swap once you're done with it, and I'll give you a Dracula. We'll read. Sounds read, good. Read the books. We'll do. We should do a horror comic episode. Yeah, we should. Uh, I can't wait to dig into Count Crowley too because I got the first two issues mm-hmm. of that. So, listen up, a comic book look, boys. We want to do a crossover. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, Tom. <laughs> All right. Tom a... uh, oh wait, yeah, this isn't Patreon. <laughs> this is not <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> I have to switch gears. Man. I'm gonna ta- I'm gonna make sure I tag Tom Divine in 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 this just so he he knows we want to do horror comics with him. Yeah. Tell him to like fast forward to the 42 mark if he doesn't want to hear everything. <laughs> He'll want to hear it all. Uh, <laughs> and then then uh, the highlight maybe besides the VHS and Kelly Maroney for Sam was the food we ate. <laughs> Again, so food. I got to... We'll end on food. We'll end on food. Yeah, we'll end on food because I'm hungry and I'm going to eat right after this anyways. Um, yeah, we got to go to Dirt Burger in Des Moines, which is an all-vegan burger joint. Um and it's delicious and i love it 
and it has this burger called the volcano that will give you the face sweat so bad, but it is the most delicious thing I've ever tasted. I also, I, I order two burgers because I always do from Dirt Burger because I never know when I'm going to be able to get Dirt Burger again. So I have to eat as much of it as humanly possible. Um, so I also got the Cobra Kai, which is the only burger on their main menu that I hadn't tried before. And that was delicious as well. I got chili cheese fries, which were amazing. And I got dirt balls, which are like seasoned potato balls that are just delicious. And it's only one location in Des Moines. But Dirt Burger, if you're listening to this, I really want you to put a location in Sioux Falls. It'll be really detrimental to my wallet, but, you know, I don't care. <laughs> what did you think, Casey? As a, like, I know sometimes I'm like, oh, this place is great, and I'm vegan, and I bring people, and they're like, oh, it's okay, you know? Mm-hmm. What did for, you think of Dirt Burger? For my first ever meatless burger, it was good. Yeah. Like, I could tell. You got the, it was, the oh, barbecue I, one, right? Yeah. And I yeah. bit into it, and I'm like, yeah, this is definitely, there's no meat in this. I can definitely tell yeah. that. But I'm like, yeah. it's at least flavorful and has a lot of flavor to to it, which is the 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 biggest part when, especially if you don't have like the meat. Yeah. Like with it, you got to have flavor. Dirt Burger doesn't do like impossible patties or beyond beef patties like their their stuff is their own. Like it's a it's a house made patty out of different grains and veggies. So like it's definitely like I could get you a vegan burger that tastes very much more like a, just a regular burger, but dirt burger is not that they're definitely like specialty, but that's what I love about them. The next time we're in Des Moines though, we'll stop by zombie burger. Cause I know you wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. And they Let's also have a vegan burger, but dirt burger had a delicious milkshake. I will. Say oh God. That. Yeah. Their milkshakes are awesome. <laughs> very good. All right. Uh, do we have anything else we want to throw out for the weekend of Halloween Palooza? I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. No, I think we covered it all. It was so much fun. Um, the hotel was very creepy. It's very atmospheric. It was, but the lady at the front desk was a sweetheart, so that yes, helped us like take off some of the edge of we're in a creepy old hotel that's supposedly haunted. It would have been worse if she was like some old crone who was like grumpy. And I, I would mm-hmm. have been like, oh, God, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, it was it was cool, man. And like, yeah, they had Halloween decorations up all over the place. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm so glad we, we, we made the trip. So glad we finally went to Halloween Palooza. Can't wait to go again yeah. next year like this. That's that's yeah. an obvious. Oh, they for have, sure. They have great guests every single year and great events going on. So, uh, yeah, maybe we'll we might bring back a lot with us one of these times. I don't know. Maybe yeah. we'll see. Because I think I think even if you're not like a quote unquote horror fan, you're still going to find a lot to like there because it's just it's so much fun. You know, mm-hmm. like and it's and we didn't even hit all the stuff. events. It's, yeah. 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 It's cool. I mean, it, it's like it's just a celebration of the Halloween season in general, you know, and. I don't know. I, I feel like there's at least stuff for all ages there. There were some kids there that seemed to be having a pretty good time. Mm-hmm. So definitely. Including right. one, like probably 13 or 14 year old girl that was at model hunger that I'm sure is scarred now. <laughs> or the comedian that probably thought you were 13 or 14 years old. Yeah. <laughs> we skipped. I'm her. sorry. We skipped. Her. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. How how do we usually end this? We usually end with a, a fan slashing. Yeah, we'll save that for Blake. Yeah. Blake, can, we'll we'll come back with yeah. Blake. Maybe we'll think of something before then with a fan slash. Yeah. My fan slash is I want Rob Schneider in a horror movie. Yeah, Rob Schneider in a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> the Adam Aren't Sandler. All Rob the Schneider Adam Sandler movies. Horror movies. <laughs> the Sandler crew in a horror movie. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe that would be cool. I would do that. The grown-ups cast in a horror movie. Did you okay? Before we end this, did you ever read that grown-ups three like fan script where it turned it into a horror movie? No. I'll ch- okay. I'll try to find it. Corey okay. Jacobson sent it to me, and we both read it, and we're like, "Yeah, why isn't this the movie?" Because awesome. it's like this is the end, but with like the grown-ups cast. Oh yeah, I would totally want to read that. That's cool. Yeah, I'll try to find it. Uh, anyway. Sam, you want to give us the uh, the final sign-offs, plugs, final yeah. business? Yeah. You can follow us. I mean, you know, this is Slashlot. It's kind of an offshoot of Backlot. So you can follow Backlot at, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd HQ. It's all at Backlot605. You can subscribe to us on Apple, Stitcher, Google, whatever YouTube. that one is. YouTube and Amazon, apparently. Spotify. Amazon Music. Okay. And you can support us on Patreon, where we just recorded an episode for the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die. And next week, we will be dropping an all-spoiler discussion on Halloween Kills, which we are all going to be watching today. We're very excited about that. So, uh, yeah. And at the end of the month, we're going to do essentially like a big – we're going to do another kind of big recent watches where I think most of the focus is going to be what we saw at the state this month. Uh, the state theater has a lot of cool horror programming tonight. After we watch Halloween kills, we're going to be going and seeing the fly late night at the state. So we'll be talking about that movie, um, and discussing the other things like the Japanese movie house, which we also all saw at the state. Um, I can't wait to talk about that one. So it'll be a really cool discussion. Pretty much anything horror related that we saw at the State Theater, we're going to be talking about. And there's a ton of it to talk about, especially in the last yes. two weeks. So that might, I'm, I'm going to say you guys are going to get that episode early November, just yeah. so yeah. we have Halloween weekend to be able to talk about what Enjoy. we did for that weekend and talk about what late night movie we watched at the state that weekend. So look out, I would say no, the first week of November and then uh, we'll, we'll, it'll just be two episodes in November, I guess. Uh, this is kind of your, your little in between in October, a little fun, little bonus, little episode. We're not on a set structure for this show. So uh, I, I will end it because I think Sam's headphones have, have yeah. gone out. Uh, so I, they just died, uh, fitting with the theme of, of a horror podcast. So I, I'll take care of closing out the show for us, Sam, for uh, everybody listening there. Um, yeah, thank you all for listening. Uh, this has been our episode on Halloween Palooza 2021. We'll see you all next time on the Slash Lot. Spook you later. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Mm-hmm.